Hello, everybody, and welcome to lucky episode 13 of What Next, a storytelling podcast where you, the listener, get a say in what happens next in the story. My name is Jake Stoll, your co-author of the stories within this podcast. Each episode, I write and read out chapters for a fiction story. At the end of each chapter, I present a choice to the listeners, and for just a couple days, you have the opportunity to vote on what will happen next in the story. If you haven't listened to the first 12 episodes yet, no worries, the first story is over, but you may want to skip over the upcoming epilogue if you aren't caught up. This is a special episode, as it is our first interlude. I plan to put one of these babies between each story, to answer any questions the listeners have, and to allow time to formulate the next story. As you may recall, at the end of episode 12, I asked y'all to vote on the genre of our next story. Stay tuned at the end of this episode to find out whether the next story will be in the science fiction genre or all about superheroes. So without further ado, here's our epilogue for Not the Hero, the story of Ariana Stance. You know, since everyone does post credit scenes these days. Epilogue. Mount Massive is aptly named. Its impending size dwarfs the rest of the peaks in its mountain range. Even in summer, the mountains remain cloaked in several feet of snow. The mountain is definitively the most dangerous climb in Losalia. Sheer drops, tricky cornices, strong winds, and frequent avalanches kill dozens each year. Yetis, otherwise known as abominable snowmen, are frequently sighted, their hairy faces stained red with the blood of last week's climbers. A while ago, the royal family hired some of the best construction crews to make the mountain safe again. They gave up on the project, as over a third of the builders disappeared each month. Nevertheless, people persevere. The pass over Mount Massive is the most direct route from southern Losalia to western Losalia. Though their job is dangerous, guides from Sherpa Town make a good living escorting merchants, adventurers, and local politicians over the treacherous mountain. During the Second War with Oave, it became painfully clear to the Losalian crown that something needed to be done about the mountain. Troop movement into western Losalia was greatly inhibited, as battalions usually elected to take the long way around. The first few platoons that risked Mount Massive never returned. It was for this reason that Losalia's King Matthew personally authorized the creation of a particular adventuring party. Their quest? Free Losalia by closing the monster portals scattered across the country. To ensure the success of the quest, King Matthew offered two boons to the party, intelligence gathered by the Losalian Agency of Investigation, and the services of his youngest daughter, Princess Castine. That is how the second party came to be, and why they now stand in the center of Mount Massive. After navigating the treacherous slopes and finding their way through a system of tunnels, the four adventurers have come to the cavern that houses the heart of Mount Massive. Each member of the party has been outfitted with the finest armor from Losalia's new royal armorer, Hoegzils Fugensen. On the left stands the burly Galfons, his heavy battle axe held at the ready. Next to him is Elliot Hill, his usually bushy beard now neatly trimmed. In one hand, Elliot holds a broadsword, in the other, a ball of flame. A necklace hangs around each man's neck, an amulet made of silver and brass that prevents either man from turning to a werewolf. It's a temporary solution, since Vestuli Hicate's werewolf cure could not be found in his tower. To the right of Elliot is a tall, beautiful woman, now astride her white unicorn magenta. Princess Castine's lance and shield 
are poised to charge, but even the princess defers to the party's leader. Ariana Stance holds the glowing, magic sword in both hands. Her bow is strung and hanging from her back. Her pet foxhound, Jax, stands beside her, wearing Ariana's quiver of arrows. The dog barks once and vanishes from sight. Across the cavern is a massive white crystal. A glowing purple oval pulsates within the gem's center. The crystal is guarded by half a dozen white yetis and one sentient snowman. The snowman hops up and down on its little snow legs and shakes with excitement. Happy the snowman says, Oh, look, some of my friends have returned, and you've brought new friends. What joy, what a delight. Come, friends, join our fun. Ariana Stan steps forward, brandishing what was formerly Bram's magic sword. She looks at the glowing blade. Sometimes, Ariana would swear she hears Bram speak to her through the mystical weapon. Ariana turns her head to look at her party of adventurers. She misses the old party. After they met and recruited Ariana, Bram, Jalencio, and Galfons became her family. Ariana's eyes meet her new party members. Galfons, Elliot Hill, and Princess Castine nod to her. They're ready, and they are very capable. Ariana turns to face Happy the Snowman, the demon of Mount Massive, and his bloodthirsty henchmen. Ariana grits her teeth, and says, this is for Bram. The end, unless the listeners vote for a sequel. All right, now I'm taking over, and it's time to answer some questions from our listeners. Let's start with questions about the author. So Jake, Which writer has most influenced your writing style? Well, hi, Kelly. (laughs) Um, This is fun. Uh, I would say that I am a big fan of the Witcher books. And yes, I found them after the video game came out. But uh, Andrzej Sapkowski, his first name's hard to say, uh, really good author. Um, I mean, I know it's cliche, but George Martin's pretty good. So I really liked... Game of Thrones, and I was reading Game of Thrones when I wrote my first book, The Gauntlet, so those influenced me quite a bit, and then um, pretty much anybody who's ever written Batman. (laughs) All right, and another listener asked, where is your favorite place to write? Well, um, since as you know, because we're married, we moved recently, (laughs) and so we got this new home office that's very nice um, that I've been using, so I like it. But um, I do like writing on the beach also. Um, Being in uh, California is good for that. So especially if I'm just taking down ideas and different things in a notebook, um, I'd say the beach or on vacation, which I guess makes it a little bit less of a vacation when you're writing the whole time. But you know how it is. And going off of that, what time of day do most of your story ideas come? That's a good question, actually. Um, I don't think I have a good answer for this one. They come kind of at random times, um, usually times when you're most distracted. Yes, a lot of car rides. Oh, okay, yeah, a lot of car <laughs> rides. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but... all we're allowed to talk about on road trips. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, that, that's true. Um, but also, uh, I would say um what i like about 
writing down ideas is they're pretty limited in the number of ideas I actually have in a day. Um, it'll be like, I'm pretty limited to like three a day. So um, they usually all come at once, but it's, it's all kinds of times. Okay. And someone wants to know if you've ever thought of writing children's books. Um, I have thought of writing a children's book. Um, I try to keep my stories pretty family friendly so kids can usually listen. Um, but in terms of doing an actual children's book, I'd probably want to pair up with a, with a good artist. So if anybody out there um, likes to draw cute things, hit me up on that. Um, we could do children's books. I've also wanted to do comics for a long time. <laughs> so really, if you do comics, please hit us up. Yes, he's a huge comic book fan. All right, I bet you can guess who submitted this question. Let's it see. It says, will you ever write a story about your legendary father? <laughs> um, I do know who submitted that, <laughs> I think. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> all right, now let's dive into some questions about the podcast. That's why we're all here anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, one listener is asking, which character from Not the Hero is your favorite, and which one do you relate to the most? They don't have to be the same answer. Okay. Um, I would say my favorite is Jax. Um, and why? Because I love dogs, <laughs> and I want to get a dog, if only uh, my life partner would let me. Um, Good luck with that. And um, I would say I relate the most. Well, I relate to the dog a little bit. Maybe Princess Castine. <laughs> no, she's too cool for me. She's way too cool. Um, I probably relate to Julencio a little bit because he's uh, he's really eccentric and not everybody cares what he has to say all the time. And sometimes I feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> too real <laughs> he's also very wise oh yes uh, you know i mean he's yeah i mean he can do magic he's <laughs> not really that wise yeah i just assume he's old so he's wise mm -hmm. <laughs> little, all right little ageist of you moving on <laughs> okay um all right the next question from a listener is what would have happened in not the hero if someone else got the magic ring instead of bram well, that's a good question. Um, the magic ring question and the vote um, had a lot of weight to it. So in a few chapters going down the line, um, I was planning on killing off a character, a character or two. Um, and so, as we know, that ended up being Jalencio when they Vestuli reveals himself to be evil vampire wizard. Um and because Jalencio didn't have the magic ring, he wasn't protected from the the magic that Vestuli basically got to Thanos snap him with. Um, so who got the magic ring was going to survive that night. So because Bram got it, it was going to be Jalencio and Galfons are both on the chopping block. Um, and I ended up choosing, instead of getting rid of both of them, it was a little more interesting to pursue the, the werewolf angle with Galfons. So Galfons got to be a werewolf. Jalencio got to be Ash. Um, Ariana wasn't really in as much danger as kind of the main character. Um, but uh, yeah, it was one of the three dudes. 
So if Bram didn't get the ring, would he have been killed? In the end? Or that mattered because of Jalencia did. Uh yeah. So it would have been like if Jalencia got it, he would have been fine and it would have been Bram. Ooh. I know. It seems a little bit like it was planned out that way from the beginning. It almost narratively is kind of more fun for Bram to have lived because he was kind of the hero with the sword. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was kind of a you know, I knew that if it was if Bram was gone, it would have to be Ariana getting the sword or nobody had the sword, it would be kind of something like that. Nice. Yeah. And then Bram dying at the end was a different um that was a different vote. That was like the last one they did was it was either pretty much either Elliot or Bram. All right. So this one seems more like a request to me than a question. But uh, one li- listener asked, can you have a double meaning name for one of your characters? So it seems like they're requesting that in the future you create a character with a double meaning name. Sure. Um, the answer is yes. Could definitely do that. Um, this is actually a uh, a cool thing you guys can do if you have any you listeners out there, if you have any ideas for character names in the future, um, feel free to just hit us up on on Instagram with any ideas. Um, but the best way to do this is um, if you're in our Patreon, our one dollar a month people get to put in, um, get to submit to us uh, character ideas, and I'll send you these um, kind of like customized, um, kind of Dungeons and Dragons style character sheets you can make. So if you guys have any ideas for double meaning characters hop on the patreon and send us a character sheet um with like as little or as much info because i mean i only got so many ideas that's why you guys are all helping me do this (laughs) that sounds fun all right next question would there would you ever do a western themed book or are there any genres you're interested in writing um well i would definitely do a western themed book that's actually on my like list of genres to put up there for future stories so in this one i had just kind of some fun general story ideas for what i'd want to do with a superhero book and a sci-fi book um so that's why that was the the vote this time around um but western was actually number three on that list so if it would have been between three abc western would have been in there so um pretty strong feeling that's going to be in the voting in the next maybe couple of stories somewhere down the line um but yeah i love a good western um i love a good sci-fi western too i like to firefly they need to bring it back <laughs> um and then other other genres um i uh got a little more interested in the detective genre lately in the mysteries um we started watching some veronica mars and so i'm like we're huge is... marshmallows oh yeah big you, big you... marshmallows up in here if you watch veronica mars you'll know that reference <laughs> All right. Um, now, were there any voting results that you wished went the other way? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think back to all of them because we've had a lot. Here, we can um, scroll through our Instagram oh, to help you out. Yeah, perfect. Pull it up. Uh, one of them was visit an armorer or go to the fairy forest. Um, I was hoping for fairy forest because I had some fun ideas. Um, but yeah, so that one, maybe I would say wish went another way. I actually didn't want Bram to live when the magic ring thing happened. And so when, um, that was the only like four way vote we did. And so when everybody picked Bram, um, which is actually like a pretty strategically smart move to keep the guy with the magic sword that kills monsters alive. (laughs) Um, 
it uh it ended up making the story i think better in the long run but yeah that one was i i was i was kind of had this i was a little excited about you know taking the magic sword away from bram um yeah not that one no i liked i liked the magic potion Magic Potion versus Army of Critters. Army of Critters would have been fun, but it would have been a one-off. Giving Jackson visibility was pretty fun. Um, I would say, let me see. We're looking through the Instagram people. This is good listening quality here. I would say you people never picked Run from a fight ever. You're a bunch of brawlers. But that's just that's just making fun of you. That's not a that's not a bad thing at all. Were there? What was your favorite sub character? Like not not the main. Was it five um, crew, but like one of the sub? I'll tell you mine. <laughs> okay. Do tell. My favorite was the snowman. Oh, you like you liked Happy the Snowman? Happy the Snowman. Why did you like Happy the Snowman? Because he was adorable and cute, but then unsuspectingly a villain. I mean, you didn't think his voice was a bit much? No, I loved it. <laughs> okay. That's good. Some good. Glad somebody did. Reminded me of Olaf from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I liked creating Happy. He was kind of fun. I had yeah. the idea of Olaf being an evil demon snowman. Nice. Here's some of the weird ideas I have sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I answered that question for you. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So moving on into the, your next stories mm. and uh, the future of the podcast. One of our listeners asked, do you plan on using voice actors or other narrator narrators in your upcoming stories? Well, we did get to experiment with that a little bit with uh, the lovely Kelly here getting to do episode 10 all by her lonesome and then hopping in on the finale also. So that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I would say if somebody just wants to just do this whole thing for me, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm happy to write it because the writing is my jam. Um, I had to learn the speaking thing as we went along. But uh, yeah, I think um, getting other people involved would be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. We're always playing with the format of this thing. What would have happened if they went to the fairy forest instead of Hobzy, the armor maker? Yeah, this was a good one. This was one I was really surprised people picked armor maker instead of fairy forest. But um, I was definitely rooting for the fairy forest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, fairies aren't aren't super cool. They're foofy or whatever. But um, I beg to differ. They're very cool. I mean, I agree. I'm not, there's no <laughs> argument here. Um, but uh, yeah, say they had went gone to the fairy forest. Basically, this was a opportunity for the listeners to gear up our heroes. So it was either let's increase their armor class or let's increase, let's give them some weird ability is kind of what the idea was. So um, you all picked armor class, which I actually... Th- found a lot of fun writing Hoagsy and his family in there. I forgot to mention Hoagsy and his family. Um, they're, uh, they're, they're probably some of my favorite characters too. Um, all his, uh, Apple named daughters. <laughs> those are, those are probably my favorite side characters. Um, but, uh, so, okay. So, but had they not gone there, um, you know, they would have met fairies and stuff and there was, there was magic and, and mysticalness going on. But, uh, the main thing that would have happened was we would have given Ariana and Bram some magical abilities. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Fancy. So not a lot of magic, but a little bit of magic. Um, I was going to give Ariana some, like, magic beans she could eat, and then they would give her 
variety of abilities or or just super strength probably super strength um and then i wanted bram to be able to make like a little magic shield to protect people instead he just got like a regular old shield from hoaxy <laughs> all right okay this is our last question um submitted by a, a listener and it says is the theme song going to change every season well i'd say stick around till next episode but um Spoiler is yes, our uh, our boy Crystalini is hard at work right now, um, putting together another little ditty that'll go along with the theme of our next genre, which we will be unveiling very soon. All right, well that wraps it up. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Um, I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun to do, and I'm really looking forward to the next story. Thanks for interviewing me, Kelly. Yeah, anytime. That's it for this week. Thank you to Crystalini for the theme music and for our next theme song, Prematurely. And thank you to Kelly Stoll for interviewing me. And I want to thank all of you out there for listening, voting, and being awesome. Here are the voting results after last episode. It was a tie. We had our second tie in the podcast. So we did a one-day runoff vote. Guardians of the Galaxy already blended superheroes and sci-fi, after all. So uh, in the runoff vote, Superhero Story took 33% of the votes, and Sci-Fi took 67%. Yes, folks, that means What Next Podcast's second story will be in the science fiction genre. Good choice, people. Stay tuned next time for a trip to the future. We'll get to meet the crew of a starship who have managed to survive quite a while in a galaxy marred by endless wars. I need your help to determine one important aspect of the crew. The vote this time is between... What is the crew's job? Are they a crew of soldiers or a crew of outlaws? If you want to submit a vote for the next episode, send an email to whatnextpod at gmail.com or leave a comment on our Instagram post at whatnextpodcast. I need your help to determine one important aspect of the crew. The vote this time is, what is the crew's job? Are they a crew of soldiers or a crew of outlaws? If you want to submit a vote for the next episode, send an email to whatnextpod at gmail.com or leave a comment on our Instagram post at whatnextpodcast. As always, we'll post a story with a poll as well. Voting will close Wednesday, July 17th at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, so don't hesitate to submit your vote. If you like this show, there's a few things you can do to help us out. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can check out my first novel on Amazon. It's titled The Gauntlet. Currently, we are hard at work at editing and readying Not the Hero, the story of Ariana's stance for publication as well. I'll keep you posted. Don't forget that What Next now has an official page on Patreon. For those of you who don't know what Patreon is, it's essentially a place for people to support their favorite creators. Kelly and I don't make this podcast to make money, but if this were to become a source of income, we could spend more time making quality episodes that come out more frequently. We also make it worth your while. We have two tiers for Patreon supporters. Those who pledge just $1 per month are the co-creators. Each month, we send co-creators D&D-style character sheets for the next story. If you fill these out and email them to us, your listener-created characters are guaranteed, guaranteed, to appear on the show. The next tier is for the champions. These guys pledge $10 a month. What next champions are able to submit character ideas as well? But they also receive signed copies of all my novels. This means you get my first novel, The Gauntlet, 
as well as not the hero once it's been published. And you get a signed copy of each subsequent book that comes from me, Jake Stoll, and What Next Podcast, as long as you're a champion patron. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to send us an email or DM. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to seeing what you want to happen next. 